continuing on discussion and how to make your marriage successful, a uh, segment that I started and I'm going to be given or including some little small clips on ways you could go about making your marriage successful. So this morning, I'm going to talk about fear fighting. Again, we're talking about fear fighting, and this has to do with uh, verbal arguments, um, how we could go about addressing issues if within the couple we find ourselves arguing. So I'm going to play a little clip from Marriage Today, and basically he's going to talk about how we could go about fighting fear. And then I'll come back. It's about five minutes. It's not that long. And then I'll come back and um, elaborate on what he mentioned in the clip. Again, this is from Marriage Today, Fighting Fear. When you're fighting in marriage, there's nothing wrong with fighting in marriage. Okay, so you know, good couples fight. The, the difference between uh, a good marriage and a bad marriage is in a bad marriage, you can't resolve your fight. In other words, it's, it's chronic. Karen and I, when we got married, my wife and I, we fought and we didn't resolve it because we just had sick kind of fights, you know, that were unresolved. And so it just kept accumulating. So when you're when you're arguing uh, or you're fighting in marriage, the first most important thing is to give your spouse the right to complain without paying a price. See, in dysfunctional families, there's silence. You, you can't say how you feel. In fact, in counseling, I've counseled now for you know, 35 years. In counseling, many times a person will come in and say, well, I've got this issue and this issue and this issue in my marriage. And I'll say, well, have you said this to your spouse? They say, they say oh, no, they'd go ballistic. Okay, well, what you need to say to your spouse, both of you need to say is, if there's something bothering you, I want you to tell me. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to be defensive and I'm not going to be threatened. By the way, defensiveness is one of the warning signs of divorce. And defensiveness just means don't tell me if something's wrong. I, it's not my fault, it's your fault. Okay, your defensiveness means you're the problem, I'm not the problem. And I don't want you telling me what's wrong. But what we need to say is it's like a customer relations counter. In good stores, you know, you're able to complain. The best stores are imperfect. And so there's a customer relations counter and I can go over and say, hey, I'm having this problem. And they don't shame me. They don't yell at me. They don't throw stuff at me. They say, oh, we're sorry. How can we resolve that? That's a good marriage. In a good marriage, you're saying, hey, I'm trying to be the best husband I can be. I'm trying to be the best wife I can be, but I'm not perfect. And so listen, if I'm not doing something right, would you tell me? Okay, that this, I, I say to my wife on some regular basis, are you okay? And she knows what that means. She knows if she's not okay, I'll change anything in my life to make her okay. See, how do you know that you're a good husband until your wife tells you? How do you know you're a good wife until your husband tells you? That, that's the point. We're, we want to please each other. And if I'm going to please you, it means you have to have the opportunity to complain without losing your dignity. Now, let me talk about complaining versus criticizing. Okay. So the first thing is we give each other the right to complain without going ballistic or being defensive. Number two is we complain and not criticize. So this is a huge thing. See, in, in marriage, the truth that I need to tell you is not always Bible truth. It's just my truth. And, and here's what I'm saying. If, if I come at you criticizing, criticizing is this. You you are such an idiot. You're such a witch. You, you did that and you were paying me back. In other words, I'm the judge and the jury and I'm coming at you finger pointing and calling you names. 
you're immediately defensive. You immediately close your heart, and it's going to be a fight. Okay, that you can't do that. You give each other the right to complain, and here's what complaining means. You, you said this to me, and I don't know what you meant by it, but I want to tell you how I feel. Okay, I feel hurt. I feel like you're paying me back. I feel like this and this and this. So, sure, I'm not finger pointing. I'm not calling you names. And I'm not telling you that what I'm saying is true. My feelings may be real. That doesn't mean they're right. We have many feelings in our lives that they're, they're, not, they're not necessarily right. But here's the point. So I come to Karen and I come at her, you know, finger pointing. And I used to do that all the time. That doesn't work. I mean, you say it doesn't work. Um, but if I am angry at Karen, if, if, I'm, if I'm hurt or I'm frustrated, I'll, I'll say to her, and, and you have to begin kindly, okay? So when you're... So two things that he mentioned about fear fighting, and that is allowing your spouse to express themselves whenever they feel that there's something going on. And the other is a choice of words used. <clears throat> so he's not saying that you can't fight. I mean, you know, he's saying that choose your words wisely and allow your spouse to express themselves. Whether you believe what they're saying is true or not, um, you have to allow them to express themselves. Now, speaking of myself, I can identify with what he's saying because I felt throughout my marriage that I was walking on eggshells. At some point, I felt because of how my ex-husband temperament was, and I'm going to talk about that in my next segment. Um, sometimes when two people have a certain temperament and they get into a fight, like myself and he did, it was like World War, <laughs> One of the, World War II. Um, it didn't resort to any physical, we didn't get physical with each other, but it was so bad. It was you that you want you would want to take cover when we started we start fighting, and um, again two things that I identified with when I was married was walking on eggshell and I didn't and the reason why I felt like I had to walk on eggshell was because if I went to him and trying to express myself whether I felt it was true or not, he would automatically go, he, uh, no I can't automatically go off like a time bomb, so what I did to keep the peace was just not say anything. And that is not the right thing to do. Being silent or being quiet is not the right thing. In my case, it built resentment over the years. And when I finally couldn't take it anymore, I just explode. And that's what led us down the road to start the divorce process because we just couldn't resolve our differences which was basically we when we fought it just we couldn't resolve them and again i didn't want to waste any more time spending our time trying to resolve issues um so that's why we went our separate way so let's continue with um what he's saying that again what can make the marriage successful right there and if this conversation doesn't go well i'm gonna hit that button you can't threaten divorce. You can't threaten an affair. You can't come angry. You start by saying, I love you and you're my friend. And we're on the same team. Okay. I need to tell you something. Okay. Tell me. We have the right to complain. 
if we have a good marriage. And you say, I don't know if this is right. Okay. It's, it, it's real to me, but that doesn't mean that's necessarily real. Um, I feel like what you said yesterday, I feel like you, what you did, um, I feel like that you were trying to hurt me or you were doing whatever. And then you let them respond. And when they respond, and probably the way that they'll respond is, well, honey, that's not true. And when they respond, you don't say, well, you're a liar and you're an idiot. And you're lying to me right now. Don't say that. You say, really? No, that's not true. Okay. Well, I'm, I love you and thank you for letting me talk. And it's over. You resolve it. If you've done something wrong or if they've done something wrong, you need to say, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? Now, this is one of the things that healed our marriage. I never said I was wrong. But I got real good at it. And I began to take responsibility. See, blame transfer was the original sin of marriage. When Adam and Eve fell, God walked up to Adam and said, what is this that you've done? He said, that woman that you gave me is the problem. Blame transfer. So what, what happens is I've got to take responsibility for my problems. Now listen, if I'm only 10% of the problem, I'm still part of the problem. So to wrap up um, fair fighting and how you can make your marriage successful, he mentioned choice of words and choice of words um, is important when it comes to fighting. He also mentioned about your feelings. And again, um, I think we're all guilty of it. When we go to our spouse to express ourselves, we tend to think that whatever we're expressing is the gospel truth. And he did mention that. And it does, it doesn't necessarily have to be true, but we're still, um, we should be still, we should be allowed to still express that, whether it's true or not, express our feelings. That's what makes a healthy marriage and a successful marriage. Now, fighting fear takes practice. It's not something that you're going to go into the marriage and know how to do unless you're self-aware. When you're self-aware, you tend to be mindful of other people's feelings. So if you're self-aware, great. That's even great. But if you're not like the average folks, um, when you get married, fighting fear takes practice. It takes a lot of practice. So at least um, there's some tips here that you could run with in making your marriage successful.